Monet, I was just looking up the Anchor app. Have you heard about this? I've heard of it. Something to do with podcasts, right? Okay, so Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's absolutely free. Mm-hmm. And they have this like creation tool that lets you record a podcast and edit it right from your phone or your computer. Oh, that's right, because they can distribute your podcast for you, and it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other podcast distribution places, right? Oh, and you will get the listeners, honey, and when you get the listeners, you make the coin thought mm-hmm. but here's the crazy thing. You actually don't have to have a minimum listenership to get money. You can still make coins. So it's essentially every single thing you need to make a podcast all in one place. Oh, you're just so tickled. You love the idea of making podcasts. I love you, Monet. I love you. Now listen, if you want to download the free Anchor app, you can also go to anchor.fm and get started. My name is Bob the Drag Queen. And I'm Monet Exchange. And this is Sibling Rivalry. Monica, 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 Monica. Hello, Bob the Drag Queen. How are you? I'm in a pretty good mood today. I um, hung some new You're in a good mood? No. Yeah, I'm in a pretty good mood. I hung some I hung some curtains today. I got a lot done. I woke up pretty early. I was I am a little bit sleepy because I woke up early this morning. Early for me anyway. Um, but I woke up to early audition, did that stuff. I'm here on the street. I did one with Bianca this morning talking about Drag Race UK and a little bit about last night's episode, which is like, I have so many thoughts about that episode. Can we talk about the booze? Girl. Why you, well, why you, why you, why you breathe like that? Because, you know, when we see a fallen New York City queen, I don't revel in that. And there is an unspoken and spoken uh, uh, Brita filter camaraderie amongst us New York City queens, especially Tina Burner. You and I, you know Tina longer than I. You've had a long uh, career with Tina, and I've worked a lot with Tina. So to see one of our sisters. You're making it sound like we smoke meth. Like you've done a lot of Tina, and you have a long <laughs> career with Tina, and I've, I've had my fair share of bouts with Tina. And <laughs> speaking of, you confirmed everything I said about you and cocaine has been firm, confirmed. On so all the people are chiming in, like, "Oh my God, Monet, you were right." I was like, "I told y'all, hoes, Bob and his cocaine addiction well, is I crazy." Was into, because Rose was like, "I'm selling a, a a cure to a hangover that gives you energy and it helps you focus." I was like, "Bitch, that's cocaine. You're just mm-hmm. selling cocaine." And you and you, you would know all about it, wouldn't you? And I would know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I want to be. I want to be very clear. I am kidding. Please, when when the world opens up, I was thinking about this recently because I was like, they're gonna bring cocaine to the meet and greets. Y'all do not do that. If you bring cocaine to a meet and greet, I will. I will sell you out. I will point. I will be like, this person has cocaine. Get them. Get them. Because <laughs> folks bring you drugs. People bring drag queens drugs. I'm not one of those queens. Don't bring me no goddamn drugs. They bring, bring no like, they, they bring legal things like marijuana. I've never seen someone that, come to that, me and greet and bring me ketamine. People bring all the drugs. People bring Uh-oh. all the drugs. I'm telling you, I don't want, don't bring me cigarettes. <laughs> don't bring me drinks. <laughs> don't bring me food. Don't bring, you, you, honestly, you brought yourself. And that is truly enough for me. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> 
uh, top of the episode, Olivia goes on saying that, because, you know, in this past episode, everyone, they went down the line. The, the question that Rue asked every season, who should go in and why? Girl. Which, can we please revamp that? I know that stuff doesn't bother you, but it bothers me. I'm like, I feel like after 13 seasons, there can be a different question, one just as, like, daunting that they could ask. I disagree, but because I feel like there's a lot of things they redo on Drag Race all the time. People keep calling Drag Race stale. Meanwhile, they fully reformat the show all the time. There are like six things that they keep on the show that are mainstays. And and then don't let them switch that up because people get mad when they switch those things up. So I actually think that Drag Race has a lot of things that are um that they switch up all the time. Uh, the 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 songs they didn't used to do those songs. You know my season was the last season to not do songs. We used to do music videos, but then they used to do songs in the beginning. The first season they actually wrote songs. BB Zahara wrote Face Face Face. I get Face, and they then they wrote individual songs just for the girls. Then the musical started happening. Um, so I, then the puppet show, and they bring the puppet show. Yeah, true, 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 so true. I personally, I feel like it's a, it's one of those things where it's like if you watch The Bachelor and the Roses go away, you're like, I like the roses. We don't need to switch up the roses just because they do. Just because they no, they the switch it up about- though. See, that's the, that's what you don't you, you don't know about. Pop. They switch it up. Yeah, they I don't watch The Bachelor. Thing. I don't watch The Bachelor either, but I still I'm still up on pop culture because I am a a, a child of the world. Um, what well, they switch it up and cool. the girls. They bring like things that are like essential to them. Like someone brought like a a a, a vibrator. Someone bring they bring different things. Out. It's not just well, yes, he still gives roses. But I, I, if you're talking about like the first thing you bring him, people like bring him something. No, I'm talking, like about, I'm talking about him giving them roses. I'm talking about the, the oh, person. Oh, got, got, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so what yeah. you mean to say was it's literally what I said? Where they okay, work, got it. All right. Anyway, um, <laughs> what really gags? Were you on stage for? Did you ever get a who should go home question? Oh yeah, at my season it was it was the mermaid episode, and it was about vixen. Everyone was like, "The vixen should go That's home." The right. vixen, the vixen, the vixen, the vixen. That's right. At my my season it was it was the Wizard of Oz challenge, and it, and it was uh, Chi Chi and Derek Barry half and half. Um, and what what if people would have said you? How how would you react if everyone said you? I would have. I mean, I would have. Depending on the episode, I would have been like, "Well, uh, let's like." If I agree with them, I would say I did poorly this week, but I lip sync. And if I thought I did a good job, I'd be like, "Well, I fucking turned it, so what's good?" But Olivia's like, "I wasn't bothered at all, bitch. You lying." Also, yeah, talking about oh, how it's coming from a place of love. I was like, "Girl, it is not coming from a place of love. It's coming from people saying, send this bitch home, not me, her.' Literally, literally, to quote Jada and Hall, look over there. Everyone was like, get, get her, get her, get her. It's not, it's not coming from a place of love. When people say it's coming from a place of love, I'm like, the fuck it is. No, the hell it ain't. Also, I'm not one of the folks in life that feels like everything in your life needs to come from a place of like. I, I just, I'm just not one of those. I'm not one of the folks like everything's from a place of love. Some things are just from a, a random place of complacency. Some things are from a place of happenstance. Some things are from I a agree. place of coincidence. Like I everything agree. in the world is not from a place of love, Mary. Agreed. Like, I agree. Like that, that's just not. But that's yeah. also right on brand for her. Olivia is always, I guess, I'm guessing she's always optimistic. She's always smiling. She's always happy. She's always living in that realm of reality, like on the positive side, where I feel like, yes, I am a person who does delight in the kindness of life, but I also deal with realism a lot. And I'm like, the reality is that, bitch, everybody don't have your best interests at heart. Niggas want you to fuck up and niggas want you to lose, period. Period. And that's on purr. Yeah. Um, we should get into this um this challenge. 
It's like yeah, one of these yeah, one yeah. of the brand one of the branding challenge, which is also a new thing. We didn't do branding challenges on my season. Yeah, we we didn't do it for season ten either. But you look Actually, at it's Drag Race. Not new, but I think they just kind of bring it on and off. I think season seven did one. Season did seven they? had a branding challenge. I think because I remember Katya selling water, some water I... drink that was like water oh, yeah, that made season, you pass out. And season seven. five when, and then season five when Detox did. The, uh, when they did like detox was like the the talking trash can the talking yeah yeah so yeah 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 you're right it's not it's not new you're right you're right you're right so it's kind of like on and off but my season we, we never did it we never did a branding challenge before but um I mean, oh my god they yeah, only do it, it on they only do it on odd seasons because i was season 10 they didn't do it and they did it on season five so maybe it's only odd maybe they they, uh, they rotate it Listen, we don't know. I mean, the, y'all know. The fans will let us know for sure. But all I'm saying is we didn't do a branding my season. That's what I know for yeah, sure. I didn't do any branding either. challenges. Um, but I, I love the idea. Like, I really like the idea of, like, the, you know where there was a soup thing they did? The, that was a weird one. The soup. The, the, was it was like Studio, 50, Studio 54, but also soup, but also ride in on a, on a horse. Anyway, that, that, was, that was one of the wild ones. But <laughs> this is one of the branding challenges. What do you think your soda would have been? Um, I would have done something with money, like maybe like get rich soda or something like popping doll popping dollar soda, something about money, like something like a soda, like like you get rich when you drink the soda, something like that. Okay, um, Pepsi coin just dollars. off the top of my head. Um, <laughs> I mean, I probably would have done some sort of a, a giggle juice or some sort of a like the like uh, oh, that's soda funny. that makes you laugh. You know, giggle oh. bubbly or something like that. You drink it and you start laughing a lot. <laughs> That's funny. Um, and <laughs> these rehearsals. Okay, here's the thing. Sometimes in the rehearsals, Ross or, or Michelle or whoever is the one coaching them, sometimes they give good advice, sometimes they give bad advice. I think this time they're actually giving pretty decent advice. But the ones that were in there, let's talk about the ones that were in there. Okay, first of all, I really think that Candy looks so good in her commercial. This leopard print moment i thought she was beautiful she had a leopard print beret or cheetah print beret cheetah print catsuit it was all head to toe cheetah it looked gorgeous can you bring it up jacob okay i think yes it was nice but i'm sorry i'm gonna hold these queens accountable she should have slapped on a cincture or a corset or something to give it a little more shape especially that scene when she is like we're going to talk about it the commercials more in detail later on but when she was like on her back and she's like flailing she looked like a turtle that was turned over and i, I was like can someone turn this bitch around like, all that she was just like well maybe maybe there's a chance that she was uh because she knew she's gonna be so physical she didn't want to put on a quick i will say sometimes i do full choreography and blackfoots and cartwheels and 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 splits in a corset you can wear it for this commercial Monet, let me tell you right now i don't know why i don't know what who Monet is talking to or who she thinks she's touring with but i remember doing the tour with you and we'd be backstage and we'd be getting ready to do drag suicide i'm like Monet, you're not gonna wear a corset you're like i do it my corset. corset what are you talking about Monet, i remember my... looking at you and that I is said, not Monet, true and i said that y'all when i tell you that, that is Monet not is, true. When I tell you that Monet is literally I lying, I swear to on you my right life. Now. I swear, y'all know what I'm doing. A thing. I swear, Bob. I I keep my ask Patty. You can text Patty right now. My Monet, hands bitch, are right I here. I was there. I remember grabbing well, you. You, you were are wearing, delusional. You were wearing Monet. You were wearing a cincher. I was no, wearing I a do not. I do. I wear my corset for the entire well, bitch, show. Your ask corset, Patty this. Your corset was not working. 
Let's that go is not there, then. No, bitch. Look at, look at, look at the from get the fucking footages. This is my shit. I wear my corset from the beginning of the show to the end of the show. Patty has worked with me from since I started touring. I literally Monet. always wear my corset. Bob, I will literally, I will These bet you. These are lies. No, bitch, you're lying. You're fabricating your own reality. Y'all know when I, okay. y'all know when I'm when I'm fucking around. When I'm serious. I'm dead serious. I do not. I wear my corset. Ask anyone who comes to my show, bitch. I am fully corseted the entire time, every time. Period. Oh, okay. You know what? You said um, okay. we have completely glazed over the over the the mini challenge. And I will say this was a good. I like when. I know you're not a fan of mini challenges because you like let's get to the thing, but I like the mini challenge. I think the mini challenges are fun, and this is a cute one. Are you smarter than? I also, this is a mini challenge. You and Alaska would excel at X. You know a lot. You know everything about draggers. You and Alaska know everything about draggers. which is just so bazonkers to me. I'm like, y'all got nothing else to do. Y'all got to, to, to I mean, film I, some sides to act about something. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think Alaska and I, there, there's also this, this insinuation with a lot of the girls who love Drag Race that we're like, uh, that we just have a lot of free time and we're not doing anything with our lives besides, besides watching Drag Race. <laughs> I do have spare time. And also, Drag Race is my career. Um, but I was like, you ain't got nothing better to do. Like, bitch, you, you, you were up to season, what, 87 on Survivor? I think you have spare time. <laughs> Don't act like you're just too busy. <laughs> but you and Alaska, y'all know a lot also but outside of that you just have a good memory bobby remembering the weirdest and most randomest ass shit but he can't remember his password for his uh for his gmail that's the crazy thing bob will literally bob will bob will not remember anything uh, but i mean bob will remember everything about what lanesha had on in episode seven the first half when she put the wig and blah, blah, blah ask bob to remember his password for his fucking gmail he's like girl i can't i can't help you he literally lost well the weird thing he's is like, everyone thinks Everyone thinks that I like watch like multiple episodes. I I watch every episode of Drag Race one time. I do not go back and watch Drag Race episodes over and over again. I just remember the stuff from them, and then also the things from them become memeable, and then people talk about them. So there are things like in the popular Drag Race like lexicon, and the you know so everyone. I just remember those things all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but did you like the mini but, challenge? But but. but but the challenge it, it was really cute I, I i i was i love candy's little moment with her uh out with her math her little 25,000 oh, 2500 yeah. and then she ended up winning the math problem in the end it was cute i, I and i also i just get such a kick out of candy i'm loving her more and more every week like i really enjoy true. candy as a as a television personality she's just really really great i agree um, when the girls get the challenge and they're working around and like they're they going to each girl like working on their thing, Tina Burner is being very meticulous and I can appreciate that because like something that can happen when you do these challenges is like you mm-hmm. don't think about it enough and you like don't think about possible outcomes and how things relate to each other. So I appreciate her being meticulous. But on the flip side of that, a good thing about these challenges too is allowing yourself to be spontaneous and like like letting things happen too. So it's like a fine balance, I feel. Yeah, I mean, trying yeah, to plan it I out agree. Too much. I, I, I don't know. I, I think it's fine to to like schedule every moment. Like if you if you have to go in there, if the whole thing is to write a script and go in with a plan, then bitch, go in with a plan. I I, I believe in going in with a fucking full plan. Like go, bitch. No, have a full fucking plan. None of that. We'll figure it out as we'll go. You going right. in there? Uh, no, no. And okay, and let's talk about the, the rehearsal moments. How do you feel about? I mean, as soon as Got Mick starts, 
I got Mick. As soon as um, Utica starts, I'm like, this doesn't make sense. So I, and again, I get being quirky, and I see like Utica obviously has a lot going on in her brain. But from the bat, when she's talking about this lick the can thing, I'm like, this is such a stupid idea. I don't think it's funny. But I was like, maybe she's going to do something that's like, and like I'll see it in like practice. I'm like, oh my god, this is actually really funny. But no, it was it was just a stupid idea, and it doesn't make any sense to me. I don't think it's fierce, and I don't think she do it from the time she says it out of her mouth. Yeah, I it, uh, <laughs> I just don't know what she's doing. Like, I'm I don't identify as weird. I do not identify as quirky. I don't identify as I've always told folks in my life. I truly believe I am the main character. Like I'm the Doug. I'm the Doug funny. Like it's like one You're normal the person and all and all my friends are weird and quirky and have all their quirks. And I'm like I'm I'm the the normal relatable one. Well, to you, literally, Mitch. Mitch is looking at you like, bitch. Who the fuck are you talking to, talking about? Because you, that is, you are hilarious. If you think in your life you are the normal, even like you are hill girl. I am. What? I'm Doug, bitch. I'm Doug. Funny. You're Skeeter. Bitch, you're Skeeter. You're Skeeter and Patty Mayonnaise. Let's take this voice note from Molly. I just also want to know where the fuck Drag Race just happened to have a cow for Utica. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Utica saw that cow and I don't. Yeah, I'm trying to make sense of it. I'm trying to, as they say, as the kids say, I'm trying to make it make sense. And I can't. I can't make it make sense. It's it's just weird shit. It's madness. This is madness. Also, her brain, you know I mean? like, just the fact that her brain be thinking about this weird. Like, if I was setting a selling soda, the last thing I'll do is thinking about licking the can as opposed to drinking the, the can. Like, it's just, I didn't, it's just I didn't strange. hate the licking the can part. The licking the can part wasn't what bothered me. It was like, it bothered me. I don't understand what the, I don't understand was the whole point that the soda you lick. Was the whole point that you can lick the can for a flavor or was the point like every other soda did something like Sweet Tooth, um, you know, Hell Yes, the Tina Burner burning up, uh, Got Mixed, Got Sex, Sex Juice, which by the way, they kept acting like they couldn't remember that name. Bitch, it wasn't that hard. Got Mixed, Got Sex, Sex Juice was not that hard to remember. It well, really that's wasn't. but okay, okay, Bob. But you're forgetting you saw it in the workroom. You saw it talking about this I'm thing. Forgetting, you saw it I'm thing. forgetting his age, how old he is. <laughs> you saw it like multiple times. The judges only see it when you watch the thing that won a minute spot. So after no, that girl, minute, they were in the room with her. They were coaching okay, her. They were directing. But Car- Carson and Ross so, said it. Michelle, so reality, Michelle no, saw Car- it. No, Monet, Carson and Ross were the ones in the room directing. It wasn't Michelle. Did you did you watch the episode, Tamar? But Carson Michelle is the one Ross, that said she couldn't remember it, right? I think I think that was um Ross Matthews said that. It doesn't matter. Anyway, and they were all like, we can't remember. Bitch, you can remember that motherfucking guy. You, you heard it more. Ross and, and Carson heard her say got mixed, got sex, sex juice more times than I heard it. Because you know they added shit down. Well, I think that if Michelle said it, that makes sense. If it's Ross or Carson, they were there. But I and I get your point. But if it's Michelle, I get it. 
you know? There's also this thing when they were in the workroom talking, like uh, Rosé and Tina Burner arguing over who's the funniest one this season. And it's kind of wild because no one's online is acknowledging this. Is anyone going to acknowledge it? I think Got Mick is actually the funniest queen of the season. Got Mick has been consistently funny practically every time in the Bossy Ross Challenge whenever Olivia did like some physical comedy and then Got Mick had to actually think of a joke on the moment. So every laugh from Olivia's performance in the Bossy Ross Challenge was actually from Got Mick. Got Mick's um, snatch game was heads and shoulders above the next girl down below. I think Got Mick's Got Sex Sex Juice was actually pretty good. I did not think it was as bad as they were saying it was. And I have a sneaking suspicion. Oh my God, we have so many thoughts. We have so many thoughts that differ from each other. I will agree. I think Got Mick is very funny. Got Mick makes me laugh in the episode. I think Got Mick is funny. To say that Got Mick is the funniest queen this season... I don't agree with that. I genuinely think that Rosé. I think Rosé. I think Rosé is very funny. I I enjoyed Rosé in the acting challenges. I, ro- I I I enjoyed especially seeing their comment post episode, like seeing Rosé doing her that Mary Queen of Scots. I'm talking about during Drag Race. I'm not talking about what you're doing at, at home. What? I, if, listen, if it's a funny challenge and you're funny at home, bitch, what good is that doing? Bitch, be funny on the show. Well, again, I I do think Gamik is funny, and especially surprising because I just was not expecting her to be funny. I thought she'd be, you know, you know, like and and I like other fans, like like a fucking asshole. I put her as like, oh, she's gonna be like the fashion girl, but she's actually really funny. And I'll say Simone too. Simone, oh, we're gonna get to that. I'll, I'll wait for that later. So you think but, God makes a piece of shit? Oh my god, I think Gamik is funny. Confirmed. I would say somebody okay, clipped well, this part of the show. Confirmed. Okay, well, going to that point when, like, when like Rosé says that she's funny to Tina, in your honest opinion, who do you think is funnier, Rosé or Tina Burner? I don't know enough. I mean, in, in context of the, of the show? Yeah, um, what Rosé was like that she's funnier than Tina. In context of the show, probably Rosé. In context of the show, but I don't, out, outside of the show, I don't, I don't know a whole, I mean, Tina Burner cracks me up every fucking time I go to her show. She's Same. so funny. And I've been to like one Rosé show. And I laugh, but Tina Burner leaves me in stitches. Hey, everybody. I'm sure by now you've heard some of our live episodes using the Stereo app. Remember to download it to get in on all the action. Stereo is a free live broadcasting social platform that enables people to have real conversations in real time. That's right. As we're recording the episodes, we take questions and comments from our fans live. We do things like ask us anything. We give relationship advice. We even do trivia. We do reviews of television shows. So come over and check out the fun. Check out our social media to see when we schedule upcoming live shows on the Stereo app. Download the free Stereo app and follow me at BobTDQ so you can connect with us whenever we are live. Go to www.stereo.com slash BobTDQ to get started. Again, that's www.stereo.com slash BobTDQ. Is music a big part of your life? Let me tell you about Anchor, Spotify's podcasting platform. They're creation tools that allow you to easily and quickly record and edit right from your phone or computer. And best of all, Miss Stang, she is free. With Anchor, you can create a Music Plus talk show. With Music Plus Talk, you can add any songs from Spotify directly to your episodes, alongside talk segments featuring your commentary. Miss Day, this is revolutionary. This is the future. This is happening now. Music Plus Talk is a new way to create with all the music that you love. 
The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's from music analysis, your own radio show, a hosted playlist, a deep dive on your favorite genre or artist, or something the world's never heard before. You can do it with Anchor Music Plus Talk. Anchor will even help publish your show on Spotify so you can reach hundreds of millions of listeners. Got an idea for a Music Plus Talk show? Just head over to anchor.com FM slash Music Plus Talk. That's anchor.fm slash M-U-S-I-C-P-L-U-S-T-A-L-K to sign up for Anchor and make your own Music Plus Talk show for free. I'm going to play a, a, a comment from Glory. No, I'm playing M. it. Go ahead. Oh. Okay. I personally think that Simone is the funniest queen of the season. Got Mick as oh. a very so close second. I think they like alternate for me, but um, yeah, that's what I think. Name is Glory. What? Love you guys. Hi, baby. I agree with Glory. I I go back and forth between those who I think that I think that in terms of improv, Got Mick is funnier. I agree. I think that in terms of acting stuff. Um, Simone is funnier, but, but Simone, I will say, if, if you leave Simone to her own devices and improv, she's not always on top of things, you know. And I will say, in terms of that, Simone is typically plays like a similar character, whereas I feel like Gopnik is giving you a wider range. Like Simone is pretty much her funny comes from, and which is fine again for for a lot of people. Um, it comes from like that same kind of character, whereas Gottmik is like being Paris Hilton, or she's like being self-deprecating. Like she, she, yeah. Gottmik changes it up a lot. What was your favorite commercial? Your favorite soda? Wait, soda are we commercial? there yet? Wait, are we? Wait, wait, wait. Let's talk about Gottmik. I, I want to talk about Gottmik preparing. I was like, I identify so fucking hard with Doc with with, with Gottmik. I will go and bomb those about me too, Gottmik. <laughs> <laughs> Donald's about me too. I will go the most roundabout way to get to A. Like I will instead of doing a straight line, I'll go a little bit to the left, then I'll walk over to the right a little bit, then go up, then come back a little bit, then go forward, then turn around, then go forward, then come back and, and to to get to Z as opposed to just doing the most direct path, which is what Candy was trying to do. Candy was like, girl, why are you doing all that? Do this. I identify very hard with Got Mick and her and how she was analyzing how to get her 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 scene ready. Commercials, so let's go yeah. one by one. As oh, so listen, I want y'all to tell us who do you think was your favorite? Whose commercial was the best? Whose commercial was the worst? I did not agree with the judges on these. Agreed, agreed. Let's let's just start with Tina Burner. Tina, okay. First of all, we, okay, we can't get into the judging yet because I have a lot of things on that. Tina Burner, I thought was funny. And like, it did was I die funny. Laughing? Did I die laughing? No, but I, I think it was one of the better ones. I think it was in the top half of the Agreed. cast. And, Agreed. And they were they were trying to act, make it act like she was like, I was like, no, y'all are, this is whack. Like, this judging is whack. And it's not like I think that Tina Burner was ever going to win Drag Race, but they are trying to make it seem like she fucking sucked. And I was like, she really didn't. I agree. I thought that Tina's concept was funny. I thought that what she said in her, like, I, I thought that her script and it all made sense. And the only thing I did th- agree, she was leaning into the hell yes thing. I don't know. She's so concerned with calling the thing burning up. And I guess because her last name is Burner, she should have called it hell yes juice or because she kept on saying she said hell yes that. like three times. Like, if she had done that, I think it would have been stronger. But I agree that Jensen was trying to stretch it to make it seem like it was so bad. And I thought it was funny and I liked the three. I, I, I enjoyed Tina's. I really enjoyed Tina's. 
I agree. I, and I think she should have said that it's cinnamon flavor, but that's just whatever. Um, but yeah, oh, it funny. was it was just like listening back to the judges, I was like, this feels like when Tina was on the um the the rusical challenge and I was like, girl, she is killing it. And the judges were like, oh, You are yeah. literally a piece of garbage. Why are you on drag race? And when I looked at also <laughs> Tina Burner looked really good when she did her like burning up and she was in that red bang wig. I was like, she looked the so like t- yeah. she, she her had, had the best visuals in it. I, I, agree. I, I don't know. Simone had a really nice outfit. Simone's outfit was sexy as fuck. That fucking thong sticking out of it's like a thong included in the pants you didn't like that well let's move on to simone sweet tooth talk about sweet tooth you didn't like that outfit. simone i did not like the outfit i i'm sorry and i say it a lot but i want more body i'm sorry i can't i want Drag someone her. to wear i want someone to wear a hip and i want and I, if, if if i'm gonna come for other girls for not wearing body i'm gonna come for simone too i would like if simone wore that you don't same come outfit for other girls though you don't yes come i do i just came from candy and muse i never heard and olivia anything about okay candy muse was wearing body she was wearing corset i never heard you say anything about naomi smalls not wearing a corset you gonna you gonna drag naomi right now but I no that's you. not true that's I not true you. because that, I, I, I don't you come for, about naomi smalls you're you're right i don't come for naomi not wearing a corset because naomi does wear a corset in every outfit naomi wears she wears a corset and outfit literally everyone but she doesn't wear pads i dare you whatever to some shit but it gives the body <laughs> anyway that's the type of point. you are such you are so messy i if simone had that same outfit on and she incorporated a corset in and give us more body i would think it was amazing but she just straight up and down there's no shade to it and i don't like that but i will say her fucking commercial when she came out the first time she was like is yo sugar low oh what's what's the line i don't know what the line was uh, yeah, I don't. I didn't write the line down, but she, it was funny. She was shit. She's so good. She's so fucking yeah. funny. So and I really interested. I really love her thing where she says words funny or says things in a funny way. I love that yeah. line in her comedy. I, do I too. was very very interested in that. Her commercial was just great. Sweet tooth. I love that it was called tooth with an F on the end. Tooth. Yeah, I love. I love when great. she was. I love when she was like, we use, we use, we use. It was like some sort of effect that we use so many ingredients. We use sugar, glucose, high fructose, all yeah. literally all sugar. It was just so. Fu- I really thoroughly enjoyed Simone in the challenge. She's so great. The, the only small thing that bothered me was he kept saying I had two cardiac arrests, and I was like, I don't think you would say I had two cardiac arrests. You would say I went into cardiac arrest twice. Or you would say I went into cardiac arrest, but like you don't say I had two cardiac arrest. <laughs> Did she I say? I don't think she said two. I, I, I remember her saying I had a, I had I, I would I went into cardiac arrest on my way here. I, Did she say no, I had it was two, two cardiac it was arrest? Two. It was two. Oh. Yeah, and I kept being okay. like, you would say I went to cardiac arrest twice. Also, do you really think Tina actually said it wrong that many times? Is that I, possible? It may honestly, Bob. You know this. Well, I, I, we get it. You won the first time. You were just perfect the first time. Wow, someone but, sounds really jealous. I am not. With the pressure of Drag Race, you do feel like you may maybe she it, she did it like three times. Maybe she did it twice or three. I, I don't know. With Drag Race, you just get nervous. And also, you know, you know how it is on set when you like working with a, a campaign and they're like the line is Riverside FM. You're like Riverside.FM is gonna really change. You're like Bob. Sorry, one more time. It's Riverside FM. FM no dot got it. Riverside FM gonna change your work, Bob. Sorry, um, we just want Riverside FM. There's no dot this time. That's just how it is when you're doing shit. You know, I gotta be honest, I don't relate to that. <laughs> 
Um, I would. Okay, first of all, Jacob posted a fucking clip of us doing commercial for Sibling Rivalry. If you're on the Patreon, watch that commercial. The amount of times Bob and myself had to redo takes after yeah, literally you. Read it. <laughs> after reading a reading a script, you just do it when you're doing stuff. You are so messy. Anyway, you are a messy let's queen. Move, let's move on to Rose. You so messy. Oh, this bitch I is so messy. This bitch is so I messy. Not, I can't. I don't like when Drag Race girls just kind of. Now that I don't like it, but something about like looking at the camera while making a funny face while your makeup is fucked up just seems like bargain basement humor to me. And this face Rose is making it, it, it very much gives me um Madam Butterface. And I remember thinking oh, myself, yeah. like, it's not, I remember thinking like that is not that fu- I mean, it's funny to people. I'm not saying it's not funny. Obviously people laugh. People talk about Madam Butterface all the time. But I remember thinking to myself, like, that's not that funny to me. Yeah, I agree with that. When someone just does uh, to the camera like it does seem very bargain basement. You mommy got oh my god. And again, I'm not trying to take I feel like I feel like okay, this may be me. And I know and I I, I can Drag literally her. already I can already hear Bob's response to this. Monet, that's you. I don't feel that way. I feel like we don't give Rose her flowers enough on this podcast. And I want to say I do think Rose is very funny and I love Rose's commercial, but I do think that that looking to the camera is very like like I'm doing a funny thing, laugh. I mean, I guess because you know Rosé, so you feel a personal connection. <laughs> I don't know her. Um, and I you think that when so Rosé does a good job, I say she does a good job. I said that Rosé killed the um, the uh, the rusical. I said that she looked amazing in her fascinator look. And I'm about to say that she had the best look on the runway. But when someone doesn't do a good job, I don't say that, even if we're friends. I just don't. If you didn't do a good job, let me tell you, my mom always said, do not lift somebody up when they're wrong. Don't tell somebody they're doing a good job or they're not, because they're going to keep doing that bullshit and thinking it's good. Yeah, that that, that was me. Go ahead, tell Rose her commercial was. Go ahead, tell Rose her commercial was lit. Go ahead. I I did think you you didn't you didn't think she had a good commercial. No, it it was fine. Commercial, her commercial was fine. It it, I I didn't like the physical comedy aspects of it. Um, I also I guess I just. Based off Rosé from television, she does seem to have this, like, I'm a, I'm perfect um And I don't get that persona. narrative. They keep on saying that, and I don't feel like Rosé is giving this I'm perfect all the time thing. I don't know where, I don't know from what shelf they pull this narrative of Rosé is always perfect. I don't know where that came from. Do you get that? I don't get that. Well, I, I will say this. I don't know Rosé, and from the TV, I can see it. Because all I know her is mostly from the TV, and from what I see, that is that kind of seems like her. She's very much a perfectionist, and I think that it kind of shows. I just feel like, um, yeah, that was... She was fine. I think her commercial was perfectly fine. I, I love the Jan robe. That was a great moment. And I cannot wait to talk about her look, because her look was... Uh, Amazing. And Just I think this. I get a narrative on I get a narrative online that people think I like bully people because when I don't like their looks, but maybe I could sugarcoat it more. Other folks, other folks like to give a compliment before they say something bad. They're like, and I just want to say I really, really love Utica. <laughs> Let me just say that. And I'm just like, Utica is the fashion queen of the season, in my opinion. Utica has served some of the best looks in the season. Utica's sleeping bag was one of the was the best thing that's ever been made in the workroom on drag race. But I don't need to say that every time I give her every time I say something bad. I don't so need to you, every time I go. And I just want everyone to know, bitch, I already said it once. If you want to go back and li- it was episode uh sleeping bag. <laughs> a, a few things. Number one. You think Utica is the fashion queen of the season? You think Utica has I do. worn I really do. the best I really fashion? Well, so you think Utica has one of the best fashions all season long? 
I think if you collectively take Utica's looks, the ones that are particularly powerful, hers are better than anyone who's been there. Anyone. You have chopped so many of Utica's looks. Her yellow one, her fucking Simone one. I didn't like it. Exactly. I'm so, so, I, okay, sure. And three, people don't think, two, people don't think you're a bully because of that. People think you're a bully just on, on you in life. People are not using drag or you, you, people think just you're a bully, period. Not just this episode, this season. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Whose commercial is next? Um, Candy, you love this? I like her look. I just thought she looked beautiful. Her commercial was pretty funny. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was, it was kind of like Rosé's. There was like some moments that it, it kind of like we get it, you're in a K hole. But I thought I just liked her look a lot, and I thought that her commercial was um pretty funny, to be honest. Yeah, I thought it was fine. I didn't think it was exceptional. I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was fine. It was to me, it was perfectly safe. I think it was slightly above fine. Slightly above fine. Like it was. It was good. It was good with an inflection going up. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> but and someone, someone commented, it was like, the only person who can hear Bob's upper inflections are dogs. I was like, girl, isn't that true? <laughs> it's only if you're under 25. Um, <laughs> also, okay, let's talk about God makes God sex sex juice. Um, I thought that, I, I agree with the judge's critique that, that there's, um, you can't, there wasn't enough difference between being gross and being sexy. Like should have, yeah. she should have changed outfits maybe, and like hit the floor, whip her hair around, and be like, "Oh, I fell," and then yeah. like fart, but then like fart in a beautiful gown and be like, you know, I, I, I do agree with that. But the concept was pretty funny. I thought. I was to say I do. I disagree. I think where she missed that was the concept because literally to this day, I can't tell you what her soda was supposed to make you do. It was supposed to make you feel fierce doing regular things. Or what's supposed to make you feel fierce after you? I, I still can't tell you what her thing was, and apparently she couldn't either. She was literally on the on the main stage. She was like, "I can't tell you what my thing is. I still don't know what her juice was supposed to do." I think that the guy makes got sex sex juice gives you confidence and makes you sexy doing normal stuff. That's what I that's what I got from it. But also maybe she was maybe she she's clearly easily flustered because when they asked her she was like uh eep op orp she was from the Jetsons eep op orp ah ah oh my god you know that you watch the Jetsons eep op orp ah ah eep op orp ah ah of course I watched the Jetsons I was I I really liked Hanna Barbera as a child Hanna Barbera I think they went under I have not seen any Hanna Barbera cartoons in so long. You're right. The Flintstones did not get renewed for a 97th season. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that, that's all. So we should go ahead and talk about the looks, right? Is it time? Yeah. Wait, we talk about everyone. Olivia's. What about Olivia? What do you think about Olivia's commercial? I didn't write yeah, Olivia. Oh, no. Olivia's yeah, bad. Bad, 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 bad. Bad, bad, bad. Bad, oh, bad, bad, bad. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, like, like, I mean, it makes you happy, but I agree. She was happy the whole time. Yeah. And, like, you just tiptoe, and then, like, you drink it, and then you smile, and you... (laughs) But she was smiling all the way there, and then, like, why are you sneaking? Is it it a secret soda? (laughs) Like, is no no one supposed to know about the soda? Why why are you sneaking around? (sighs) Like... Yeah, it was. I, I, I don't know. I thought she was one of the bottom ones, to be honest. And uh, another bottom one I thought was Utica's. I Utica's commercial made me feel so uncomfortable. 
And again, I am no strange. Like I, like do I do, sucking on an udder is making uncomfortable. It was just the whole concept of the, what it was supposed to be. Just the whole thing made me just feel weird inside. I was like, this is just fucking strange. I did not enjoy hers at all, literally at all. Okay, you're right. Uh, I mean, if my my least favorite was um, Utica's, quickly followed by maybe Olivia's, and my favorite was um, Simone's. Yeah, my favorite was a tie between Simone and Rosé. I did agree that I like both of theirs a lot. And uh, my least favorite would have to be Utica's, to be honest. It just, at least, like, t- like, t- like the fact that they're, they're saying that Tina Burners was worse than Utica's, essentially, is mind blowing. And Wild. it just doesn't make any sense. Literally doesn't make any All sense. Right. Let's, Let's take, take some, some, uh, some opinions yeah. from our listeners. I also love that they come with transcripts now. Oh. Hi, this is Brayden from Patreon. Um, I thought that um, uh, that Got Mix commercial was hilarious, and it was actually like my favorite. So when she got bad critiques, hilarious. I had I did not understand that at all. Okay, yeah. I think we're just throwing we're hilarious. You thought her, you thought hilarious. That is the word that I would use to describe Bob's uh uh um um uh suspiciously suspiciously large woman or Bob at Caroline's. You thought the got so you think the got mix commercial was as funny as Bob's Susanna specials? No, it was did not God that. Mick fuck your did got mix fuck your man? You are. <laughs> I love got mix, but I'm just saying. <laughs> You said she earlier. I said she was funny. You was like, she's dumb. She cannot form words. She was something like, say any of that, dumb bitch. She, oh, she's just some dumb fashion bitch. Oh my god, I literally did not say any of those things. God, make if you haven't listened to this, I literally did not say that at all. Let's listen to Taylor. I don't even like candy, but I honestly think that her commercial Jesus. was the best. If her runway wasn't busted in a half, I think she might have won the challenge. But <laughs> candy was the best. Simone second, Rose third. Damn, not starting with I don't I don't even like that bitch. Let's start with that. <laughs> Jesus, Taylor. Let's listen to Detox. Hey, this is Detox Bustier from Ooh. Patreon. Um, Tina Burner's commercial actually was not that bad and i was so shocked to see the judges like drag it in the mud um utica was just not good and i think olivia's as well was just not the best yeah they grabbed my belly Oh my god! So we did a whole podcast about insecurities coming out soon, where Bob and I were reunited, and it feels a hood. And uh, we talk about Desox Bustier, who's a who's a New York City queen. Bob and I both worked with her in back in the Disney in New York. Yeah, City. I love Desox. She made me some nails recently that were really cute, actually. And one day we were at a club, and she grabbed my. Anyway, you, you'll hear. She grabbed my belly when I was gaining weight. Anyway, let's listen, <laughs> let's listen to Jessica. I think Gottmik should have been in the bottom, and so should Olivia. I do think that the top was Rosé. I think they gave it to Simone because they love her character so much, but Rosé really kind of won that one for real. Uh, Uh, Monet into the chat. That's Monet. Monet, you got a second account. You got a second account (laughs) posing as a white lady named Jessica. <laughs> I will say I'm sorry. Literally, I think about it and I literally laugh out in, inside a lot and like out loud if I wasn't a podcast. But when Simone walks in, she's like, "Is your blood sugar low?" That shit is so. Funny. It's good. It's, it's good. So good. All right, I want to get into these looks, please. This is such a fun category. Can you share the screen, Jacob? 
I, let's talk about these fucking looks. Now, I want y'all to tell oh, yeah. me what is your favorite look from The Runaway. Because this is a category. I, first of all, did they give them extra suitcase space? I know. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big one. Because now, the, some of these outfits was big as hell. Yeah, yeah. So we want you guys to chime in with your favorite runway look and your least favorite runway look. Um, or we'll get you guys' opinions of your best runway and your worst runway after uh, we talk about them. So let's talk about uh, Rue's look. I mean, Rue, Rue, looks, Rue looks cute. This is a pretty uh, standard, decent dress. I mean, this is, this is one of the cute. ones that's going to knock my socks off, but she looks good, though. Yeah, I like it. For some reason, I really like this hair. I think the hair looks for... Some reason exceptionally good. Also, I did not. I've obviously you and I have both worked with Carson and Ross and Michelle. Did you Michelle and Carson the same height? Like that just seems so wild to me. I mean, no, Michelle, Michelle and Ross. Is shorter than, Michelle's. Michelle, oh yeah. Well, that. Oh yeah. Oh, oh no. Maybe Ross is standing back or some shit. They probably photoshopped this shit. Who knows? But <laughs> Michelle's outfit is so cute. All right, wait, let's it move on to the really fun cute. outfits. All right, Utica. This actually is a cute look. Yeah, they didn't like it, and I was like, I, I don't understand their qualms with it. I think that it looks nice. I don't like the, I don't like the makeup and the hair, but I love the outfit. I love, I no, love. I, I understand their qualms because it's not beast. It's like she's wearing a beast, but she's right. not the beast. But yeah, it didn't say it didn't say you have to be the beast. It said the category is beast. However, you interpret that. Maybe she fucking yeah, slayed this beast that- and she made a gown. I get it's however they interpret it, and the judges get to uh, op- have opinions however they want. And I'm like, I would rather see you as a beast than see you wear a beast. I think the dress is cute, but like, this doesn't seem all out enough for beast. And I, I think her hairline is a little, a little weird. It's weird. It's funny because she was making fun of um, Olivia's hairline. And this hairline is crunchy as hell. But um, <laughs> I, I think that this is a really pretty dress. I actually love this look. Uh, but I agree with the judges. It's not, it's not beast enough. I disagree. I think she looked like she is some warrior bitch. She fucking slayed this beast and she made this gown out of the beast. And I was like, work. And then, and then she took like it's little like porcupine things and made nails out of it. So let's talk about uh, Candy Muse wearing B Kala. This is fucking hideous. I cannot believe that Candy got this from B Kala and didn't give it back to him. But like, take this shit back. I'm not wearing it. Yeah, this is not. I don't even get it. I don't, I don't get it, it at also, all. This also looks. This is. Uh, I think it's almost the exact same silhouette as her uh, vamp look in the her first episode, where she had the red. It was in red though, um, but it looked better there. This is. This is not it. I don't even Terrible. get it. This is. This is also. I think people are forgetting. Everyone's saying that like because Utica is pretty kooky, but Candy is fucking kooky. Like I, this. The candy does some kooky shit, but I think because she's she speaks in AAVE and she's from the Bronx and because she, she's black and because she, she's Latinx, they're like, oh, no, you're not kooky. You're banjee. You're not kooky. You a hood nigga. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't like this. And then she had that fucking alien strapped on her back walking with it. But what I do love. The alien made it. The alien was was the was the PS de resistance that made it even worse. <laughs> this was this was a gag. I was like, well, Candy, mama. And this, I, honestly, I think she had a good commercial. This outfit knocked her out. This knocked her out. Well, what it is is that she looks like, what it looks like is that Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story got out of his little space <laughs> outfit. and was like, oh, look at me. I can do drags. <laughs> And I also love that, like a like a hood bitch from the Bronx. All my friends from the Bronx. This bitch is pigeon toed as hell, and I live. Not understand it. 
I love when hood bitches stand like that. That shit cracks yeah. me up. <laughs> uh, so Tina Burner is back in Florence Delee. Uh, Tina Burner is back in some Florence Delee. And I love this look. I don't like her makeup, but I love, I genuinely like this look a lot. I like this, but I, okay, I kind of like it. I think that it made her look too big. There was no separation in the legs too much. So like she's had a big skirt on and then one leg. Okay. She has a foot on one. And I guess maybe if the whole thing is that she, she cut and she's sewing this thing up. So one leg doesn't have a full leg, but it just looks incomplete. It doesn't look great. And her makeup, her makeup was so bad. Anytime the camera zoomed in on her to getting neg- negative critiques, she just looks sad as hell. She was like, yeah, I mean, she also did cry. So when it cuts back after after the after untucked, she's like her makeup's fucked even more. But I think this look is really good. Um, she's like a mixture of different teddy bears all sewn together. Yeah. I don't like her hair and makeup. Everything else, I think, is and she's supposed to look big. She's a beast. Like she's a beast. This is the one where you go all out, shaped however you want. Like this is this is the the this is like the mask one. This is the wild. Uh, the one where you have the permission to go bananas. You know what I mean? I don't agree. I don't like how the shape. It's not flattering. It just makes it look crazy, and I'm not a fan. But it's not. I don't think it's necessarily supposed to be flattering. Like I think that Tina has shown that she can have good shape with the car. Has taxi she? Cab look. With the taxi cab look, her body was actually really great on the taxi cab look. But I don't think that the point of this beast look was to have an amazing body. I think it was okay. to look like a teddy bear. That was cut up a bunch of different teddy bears that are all sewn together. And I think they well, you nailed it. Well, you do Kim. When Kim did the pit stop with Bob the Drag Queen, when she wore that teddy bear look, that was literally taking a teddy bear, making it still look fashion and fierce. It doesn't look fashion and fierce. It looks like she made it herself. I don't think it looks like she made it herself. Don't this is this does not look hodgepodge. That's not, in my opinion, that is not a fair assessment. But anyway, what do I know? Um yeah, right, well, yeah, about, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you know, bitch? Work. Let's talk about um, Simone wearing Marco Marco. I mean, this is essentially a furry costume. She looks like slutty Sandy yeah. from SpongeBob. Yeah, I really wish that she would have done, like, a prosthetic or something more with her face to give more of, like, a... Like, even, like, the little nose thing, which I notoriously forgot on All Stars when I did. But she did more, like, a fox nose or something to give that. Because it just looks like she's just wearing the costume as opposed to becoming the beast when every other part of her costume is this animal. Just her face isn't. I wish she would have done that. Very much like Tina, I actually love this look, but I just don't agree with what she did to her face. I agree with you. It just I cannot believe she's wearing her regular face in this crazy-ass outfit. That is yeah. wild to me. That yeah, is wild that she really is out here in this in this regular face. Yeah, that's this. just got me. Oh, my God. God, Mick is also wearing Marco Marco. Oh, my God. Well, how, was it? Was, how was that conversation with Marco? Was Marco like, yikes. Um... This is this is I love great. This. I, she looks I like a monster. I love it. I fu- the what she did with the teeth that is so uh, to quote um three ninjas. Uh, this is throwbacks all my nineties kids. Three ninjas. This is fucking ingenuity, girl. This looks the teeth just got me. This is such so smart and it looks so good when you look at the whole picture. She looks amazing. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love yeah. it so much. This is great. This looks really good. Like, she fucking murked this number. It was so good. Yeah. Um, 
You talk about Olivia Lux. Olivia Lux looks great to me. Her body looks amazing. Yeah, I, I get agree. the she reference. Amazing. This is she, she's in black and white stripe. This looks like it's supposed to be a reference to where the wild things are. I get the reference immediately. Her body looks great. It's it's just enough. See, this is where I feel like um, Utica could have taken a note. Like like this is she is the beast wearing fashion instead of wearing the beast as fashion. Well, that's to you. I like what Utica did. I think Utica wearing the beats as fashion is fierce to me too. But I like this as well, and I, and I love well, this. I mean, wearing obviously, corset. it wasn't fierce enough to like. I'll just say I'm not the only one who thinks that clearly because other folks are like, "Bitch, it's not beast enough." So it's not like my opinion is like some crazy out, <laughs> out the box thing. It. I, I, it seems like when you get this, here's the thing: when you get the the list, don't try that hard to be out of the box. Don't think everyone else is gonna be a beast, so I better be. Just do the assignment. Well, you Stop know what? Maybe so more people should have thought out of the box on yours with, instead of 19 kimonos. And one girl who got eliminated had but a see, kimono as well. It would have been you, four kimonos. You're already wrong. You're already wrong. It's because they were trying so hard to think out of the box. When you think Madonna, you think wedding dress, you think cone bra. Those are the two main things. Everyone's trying so hard to be original. They were looking for some obscure Madonna shit, and they all ended up doing kimonos. Most people don't think kimonos and think Madonna, but they were trying so so fucking hard to be unique, they all ended up wearing kimonos. But on the adverse side of that, Bob, imagine if everyone came in a fucking comb bra. Do you think kimono gate was bad? A bitch comb bra gate would have been even worse. I don't think everyone would have. I think if everyone would actually just went and just pick some Madonna looks instead of being like, I gotta pick the one no one will be. I think when people are, if you're trying so hard to be unique, bitch, like that's not like if. Just try to be. Just do a good job. Don't don't try to be like I'm trying. If you're trying that hard to be unique, maybe you're not that unique. Well, you know what? Well, we we all couldn't wear a little Boy Scout shorts and a little Boy Scout jacket and a little Boy Scout hat. We we all couldn't do that. Yeah, and when? Kinda. Anyway, um, I, and I won that episode. Care of is a wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan that helps you feel your best today and supports you long term. All of Care of products are formulated with good for you, clean ingredients that are backed by science. Care of is super transparent about the research and resourcing behind each of their products. Your recommendations come in daily, individually wrapped packets that are perfect for getting back into the routine. Care Of's in-depth five-minute online quiz asks you questions about your diet, lifestyle, and health concerns to help you address your specific wellness goals. The quiz is fun, quick, and easy to take. Right now, I'm taking their magnesium for muscle recovery and their pocket protector quick stick for upping my immune system. It's a cute little packet that dissolves in your mouth and is super convenient on the go. For 50% off your first Care Of order, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter code RIVALRY50. Again, for 50% off your first Care Of order, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter code RIVALRY50. So I love books and I love reading, but in my day-to-day life, I don't really have time to like sit down with a book and read it cover to cover. So. I've switched to listening to audiobooks on Audible, and it's really a game changer. I can listen to books, podcasts, amazing comedy, and even theatrical performances while I put on my makeup, I'm working out, or I'm just doing like boring paperwork. Audible has everything from bestsellers and new releases to celebrity memoirs, languages, business motivation. They also have original podcasts that I love and highly recommend. Go check out It Burns. It's a great podcast about competitive chili eating. 
Recently, they just launched their newest plan, Audible Plus. With Audible Plus, you get full access to Audible's Plus catalog, which is filled with thousands and thousands of select originals, audiobooks, and podcasts, including ad-free versions of popular shows as well as exclusive series. I recommend this, and you should know that I star in Kate McKenna's audio comedy, Heads Will Roll, which you can find there as well. To use your Audible membership, you'll need to download the Audible app. The Audible app is free and can be installed on all smartphones and tablets. You can listen across devices like Amazon Alexa and Apple devices without losing your spot. Visit audible.com slash rivalry or text rivalry to 500-500 to start your free 30-day trial. Again, that's audible.com slash rivalry or text rivalry to 500-500 to start your free 30-day trial. All right, so let's go into okay. Oh my God, Casey! She looks I, amazing. I did not know Casey Caldwell could make stuff like this. This I is, didn't know either. This looks great. She looks, she looks like the fucking devil. Apparently, yeah, the amazing. devil wears Casey Caldwell because <laughs> she looks. So this is her best look of the season. The ruffles are finally in the right place. All the ruffles yeah. are where they should be on the shoulders, on the thighs. This yeah. looks, and they were making fun of her in the workroom, but she ate them. She ate them. Yeah, I think Rosé looked exceptional. This was such a great look. This is so good. Yeah, like her color should be red, not pink. This is so great. Bitch, you better fucking work the hair, the ears, everything about the makeup, everything about this look is so fucking on point. She fucking better. Yeah, I love this right. in the hair. We, we, we should start putting the hair people on here, too, because hair is such a big part of the look. All right, Evie's Drag Race. Florence Delee. I think this might be Florence's last episode, girl. <laughs> <laughs> the 13 looks. Florence is going to win Evie's Drag Race with 13 looks, unless somebody really goes cuckoo cunt bananas on the last one. Rachel Ann Dombey has eight with Utica. Casey Caldwell has six that are all from Rosé. And then Marco has six uh, tied as well with uh, black and white striped. Um, Josh Ponce has five. Coco Vega has five. They were all Elliot. And Diego Montoya is still at four. And Domino Couture is still at four. Do you think, considering Tina's uh, fashion on this season, do you think using this, and she used all Florence Dilly, do you think that using the same designer for every, for every look is a good strategy i think it could be it could be yeah you know and people don't forget a lot of times it's, it's not just the designer like the queens are going in with a lot of ideas and influence and like have input as well i know a lot of queens actually do a lot of designing with their designers especially yeah. when going to drag race yeah. um but i mean I, I i would diversify my designers for sure agreed you know? and also and I, I i agree that like queens are like okay so like for like the for like the beast thing i want to come out as like multiple bears sewn together and the designer's job is to help you bring that to life but if that's your idea and they're like okay like that but let's do the devil you're like no bitch i said i want the multiple teddy bears so designer just is here to facilitate you getting that idea across yeah um, let's listen to some of your opinions on who you think had some of the best and worst looks. Let's go first to Lauren Ivy. I'm really confused as to why they said that Simone's was an elevated, like, furry look compared to Tina's. Because I thought Tina's was very cool and then Simone's just looked like a furry. I don't know. I was really confused by the judges with that. 
Thank you, th- Lauren, for making me not sound crazy. I think what it was is also is that the, the fact that Simone took her aesthetic, which Simone is a very black positive and super black and black culture and all that stuff, and taking that and put it and infusing it into this Fox thing with the bamboo earrings, with the bell, with like those other elements. I think that's what I was talking about. Like that's such a way to integrate your who you are into what our runway theme is, and I think that's what they were talking about. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Let's listen to Translucent Lucy. Hey, Bobby Mommy. It's Translucent Lucy from Patreon. Um, I love <laughs> Candy's look. Listen, I know it's hot garbage, and I think that's why I love it. I think it's so funny. And to be quite honest, I'd rather see her wear that beast than Tina Burner's beast. Wow. Translucent. Not I loved Candy's look. Yeah, Jacob, go block Translucent Lucy from the Patreon because we don't need this kind of energy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Girl. We don't need this kind of energy up, up in Ooh. our um, fantasy, honey. All right, let's listen to this one. Here we go. I must be on Lonely Island about this, but I did not like Got Mick's outfit. I thought it was plain. And honestly, I thought that it was pretty basic. We've seen this before. Monique Hart did this similar type of um, illusion on All-Stars 4. Like, um, yeah, I just kind of didn't think it was that cool. And I thought it was really underdone. Like, I just... I mean, if like we're talking about Beast and going all out, I really think that this was not that unique. Yeah, you are on Lonely Island living literally by yourself. There is no (laughs) one on the island but you. You are alone and lonely because Got Mixed Look is banana. I also don't think people have to reinvent the wheel every time they go out. You know, B. Collar did a whole series of these animal-looking things. There's also a designer in... um, in Brazil, named Fernando Cozy, who does these like looks that kind of oh, look yeah. like animals and beasts as well. Um, but no, God Mix look is so good. It's just so I good. I love it. It's I love so it. It's great. Yeah, I really enjoyed yeah. it. Lonely Island. Okay, can we talk about this judging? This Tina, okay, I agree. Tina Burner wasn't going to win Drag Race. Got it. We all know. But like, I feel like they were trying to get rid of her. That's I agree. honestly what it felt like. Fully. Because Tina Burner, are we are we just gonna skip to the lip sync? Because she fucking Molly Watts. Tina Burner, Tina Burner ate that bitch for dinner. Tina Burner scrubbed, scrubbed Utica across she destroyed that stage. Her. She destroyed Utica that was, bitch. Utica is doing a creepy rendition of my humps. <laughs> and I, if you're if you're listening, try to keep up with me. You ready? She's doing a thing where you hold your hands up near your face, and your elbows are also up by your face, and you wiggle your fingers in front of your face while doing my humps. How is that my humps? Tina yeah. Burner was going ham. Tina Burner ham. Tina Burner ate that bitch for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Utica literally did not stand a chance. Everything she and Tina did was great. She fucking cut that lip sync up. And the fact that they sat there behind that judge's table and act like Utica won that lip sync. And you sync go sit there is... behind that judge's panel and you fucking know everything. Because like, you got no your fucking way. drag race crown. Not even close. Because you got your syndication. Yeah, no, that was... <laughs> Not even close. That was... I was so shook when they said yeah. Utica, you stay, Tina, Sasha away. And I, I will agree. I do think that Utica is doing better at drag race in general. So I, I do think that Utica is probably a stronger competitor to keep because she is doing better. 
But Mama, on this episode, I'm just thinking I'm not saying she's not stunning, but she wasn't stunning tonight. In that case, honestly, they should do some next shit and like really fuck up the kids and be like, no listening to tonight. Tina, just go home. If it was, if that was going to happen, that would have been a great TV. It would have been different and it would have just been the truth. And we're like, no listening tonight. Tina, just go home. Also, do you guys agree with us? Please send in comments right now. This is like an on-the-fly one, but like, I need to know if if I'm like, you know, if I'm if I'm with, with Cersei's over in Lonely Island. <laughs> <laughs> like, am I am I crazy over here? Because when when that happened last night, I was like, yo, this doesn't even make sense to me. Because every Tina, it was funny, it was good. She had good rhythm. As soon as she played the trumpet in the beginning, I was like, she won. Also, all the, all, all, all all the Tina isms. Yeah, oh, the Roger Rabbit. When you're dressed as a big teddy bear doing the Roger Rabbit across the stage, she did the, the funky the, chicken. The, the, the funky chicken. I was like, y'all, this is. I was yeah. like, Tina is. I was. I remember as soon as I was like, Tina is really doing us New York girls proud. Like this is the Tina that we gag for a Barracuda at three o'clock in the morning because she's holding us hostage, making us watch 18 <laughs> numbers in a row. Let's listen to y'all's opinions. Let's take an opinion from uh, Victor. I think the worst part is that next week is a uh, roast and I would have loved to see Tina Burner doing the roast. Girl, no you don't. Who I love <laughs> but like Bob Ross levels of cringe. I that I... There is an iconic roast of Tina uh, for Lady for yeah. Bianca. I don't think Tina is a strong roaster. <laughs> yeah, no, no. They they did Tina a big favor by having her go home with that roast for the roast because Tina is just that's not where her strengths lie. I think Tina also did the roast of uh of Marty or or it was Authority or something. No, she did the roast of Sherry. Tina Burner for some reason just does not excel at roast. She is bad, bad. So I promise you, she would have went home next week. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it would have been fully deserved. Yeah. Tina dodged that fucking bullet. Let's listen to uh, Jessica. Okay, I disagree heavily. Utica is not doing better than Tina Burner was. Um, like She won a challenge. Cha- like, the only thing that she has over Tina Burner is looks, but actual challenges? No, absolutely. Tina Burner was doing better. And this is Jessica from Patreon. Hi. Hey, Jessica. Just, let's think about it objectively. Let's think about it objectively. Who did better in Snatch Game? Tina. Okay. Tina. I'll give you that. Who yeah. did better in Bossy Ross? Tina. Tina. <laughs> but who has a challenge win? But wait. Who did better? It, but, I mean, it's just my, these are our opinions, not, not challenge win. Who did better in the, um, in the soda challenge? Tina. Tina. You know what? Jessica, you might be right. I think I may have been overcrowded by the fact that Tina's looks are just so, so tragic. Her looks are really hold on. And again, I am someone who this happened to. My looks were so bad it really held me back. And I think Tina's there, but I think Tina is also watching herself on TV and she can come back stronger. She she's gonna come back with the second wind. And did you watch did you watch Untucked? I did not. I heard it was I heard it was very sad though for Tina. Yeah, and when her mom came on, because Anyone in New York City knows Booze and Susan. We all know Susan. Booze and, and Susan. It, and honestly, I, I just, I love Tina. I really love Tina. Let's take one more pain. Let's listen to Alex. I agree that Tina won that lip sync, and I was so confused when they said you to call. Not right, Bob. Let's take, let's one, what, what, uh, there's, what? An, there's another one? Let's listen to it. 
Yeah, well, you said not I by what? I thought that Tina was doing the most and she was kind of doing those same old moves that we've seen rolled out all the time before. Whereas with Utica, she was really using her look and sort of doing a really unique take on the song. I was really feeling that more. So to, to me, it was very close, but I actually preferred Utica's weird approach to the song than Tina sort of doing the same old shit and just being too much. What? The same old, same old from what? Like, when have we seen Tina do any of that? And, and also yeah. the judges were really, the judges were reaching when the judges were like, and we're so sick of this housewife thing. Bitch, all she did was dress Rose as a housewife last week. Tina has not done housewife at any period, point in time in this entire season. Never once has Tina dressed like a housewife. And this they're like, is true. it's enough of the housewife shit. Enough of it. This is true. I will say, I see what Michelle is saying, though. Like, Tina can come off a little bit predictable. And if you look at past winners, people who do well in the challenge, like, you, like, uh, well, actually, maybe, uh, I was, was going to say Sasha, but I was like, when you see Sasha, you know what you're going to get. But Sasha's giving you, she's super eclectic, though, so she pulls from, I, I don't know. Like, when Michelle was saying it, I was like, okay, but now you're saying it. I'm like, I guess she... Literally only wore it that one time before. I don't fucking know. And the bitch. only reference they could use was her dressing um, Rosé last week. And I was yeah. like, y'all, this are, and not also on the channel, they're like, be more you than you've ever been. Be the most you you can be. Tina, we're sick of the fucking flames. We're sick <laughs> of you being you. This is the week to change it up. Well, which one is it, bitch? Is it A or is it B? The fuck is going on here? <laughs> I don't oh, even work. know anymore. Anyway, I'm still, so, I'm still, I'm thinking about your little giggle juice soda. You should do, you, you should do a little giggle juice soda. That's so funny. <laughs> giggly, Gig oh, call giggly, it giggly. <laughs> giggly. <laughs> Instead of the bubble, bubbly, it's like the little bubbles, the little smiley faces, and I'm like, yeah. And you, I think you drink it and you can't stop laughing. Is what it is. <laughs> That's good. That's good. And then I, I would have people in really sad situations, like like someone drinking giggly at a funeral. <laughs> someone receiving bad news from their doctor and they drink some giggly like that shit would be hilarious that's so um, funny all right well i mean i think i think we discussed everything next week is the roast and i feel like candy's gonna okay early predictions candy and mick are going to fucking crush simone is going to suffer um so okay also simone can't win anymore Bitch, she if can. Simone wins, if Will Simone, Simone be the wins first queen in Jagger's history to win five challenges? If I I don't think there's any way on God's green earth they will let Simone win another challenge. If that shit Why are you hating? I'm not hating. I, I think she's I mean my, I listen, I get my dues when they do, and I don't when they when I don't. Simone is crushing it. Simone is my choice for the win. Simone is my winner. Like I she's my winner. Simone is my fucking winner, okay? Well, well if my she thing wins is another one. If, if production lets her win another one, that would be insane to me. Well, my thing is that at this point, the other girls, they're probably like, there's literally nowhere we can win. Like, if I was one of the girls, I was like, Simone's winning the show. I was like, I'm just here to try. Now, I think the, the battle is for second place. Right, that's what I'm saying. If she wins one more, then the rest of the girls are gonna be like, "What the fuck are we even doing here at this point?" Like they can't, <laughs> they cannot let Simone. And there are like three or four more episodes. So theoretically speaking, Simone could walk out this bitch with eight wins. <laughs> bitch, imagine, imagine, love her. She no, but so she's, funny. Simone is not. Simone is good with scripted stuff, but I think going into this roast, I think she's gonna suffer. I think that Candy's gonna excel, and I think that Got Mick is gonna excel. 
I don't know. Maybe this is Utica's redemption. Maybe this is Utica's like chance to prove she's funny. Maybe. Yeah, I feel like Utica is gonna prove she's funny, and then Candy is gonna come up short again. And she's gonna go home. Well, you know, Utica had all those saved up reads from her <laughs> from her little roast book that she was reading at lunchtime. So maybe she got her little saved up reads she can uh, use on people. Before we leave, I have one question for you. What is your blood sugar low? Is your blood sugar low? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that shit is uh, so funny. Glucose, aspartame, hot fructose, corn syrup. Oh, she's so good. Love her. Yeah, she's great. Well, thank you all for listening. Listen, um, this is me. No, I thank you all for listening. Anyway, please feel free to follow us right here on the Stereo app. It really means a lot to us, um, and it helps you get a notification whenever we go live. And if you would like to uh, get all of our notifications all the time, Mama, you can um, head over to our Patreon. We always post our schedule on Patreon all day, every day, honey. Um, And I don't know. I love this fucking app. I love this. I love this app. You're welcome that I put you onto it. Aren't you happy? You didn't. Not true. Anyway, um, please, guys, follow us both. Money, you have anything you want to say? You want? Would you like to finally thank the people? Finally, because y'all don't know. As soon as we log off, Money be like, "Fuck them people. I hate them motherfuckers." If y'all believe that, I have um, I have some news about Tina Burner Dragger. She actually comes back and she wins. Listen, if, if you believe that, I got a news for you. Monet wore corset on the Silver Robert tour. Oh my God, you're so ridiculous! I, I, I got. I'm talking about this. I want to reiterate, and and Patty can confirm this. I can't. I cannot wait. I cannot Patty wait. To confirm this. And I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. I, I literally. I swear on my life. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna text Patty. Talk about it okay. at all. I want Patty okay. to have full his own. I. You are so I'm, crazy I'm, I'm if to, you I'm think I'm about this. to remind you what the truth is. I'm about to remind you the truth. Monet did the first half of the show with a corset. That is not true. And then for drag suicide. Money, you gonna let me true. finish? And then for drag suicide, Monet switched into a cincture. I don't even have a cincture. I don't even own a cincture. I've not owned a cincture since I stopped the picture working. Of us, the, the picture of me and you and all the dancers holding hands at the end of the show. If you find that picture, you'll be like, oh. No, that's not true. Oh, yeah. That's not true. If you find that picture, you'll be like, oh, you know what? You're right. That no, day I wasn't wearing it's a not true. Patty knows. I have literally, since I started touring in Drag Race, I've literally never worn that cincture since I got on RuPaul's Drag Race. And when I, I started wearing my corset on Drag Race. Well, not started. I was wearing one before, but yeah. I've literally never once worn a cincture since after that. So you're a fucking liar. And now you're going to eat to your fucking lies, bitch. What? Well, I can't. It's going to be del- <laughs> delicious. <laughs> delicious. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. And um, we will see you next time. We are here. We're here live every Saturday on the uh, stereo app. All right. All right. Let's get out of here. All right. Bye, everyone. A podcast network. Hey everybody, I want to tell you all about Stereo. Now, Stereo is a free live broadcast social platform that enables people to have real conversations in real time and lets podcast creators build a more intimate relationship with their fan base by engaging them in direct conversation. It's really cool. You can actually like record little questions and send them directly to us in real time. Um, I actually love it because me and Monet will have a lot of our arguments and we love to hear what you all think. And we don't have to wait to read them in the comments. You all can weigh in in the moment. 
Hey, my name is Kai. I'm from London. It's currently oh, 5 Just to match, um, I want to know if you guys have ever had a strange interaction or negative interaction with straight people in public, um, like at an airport, anything like that. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. I, oh my God. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. I had a, I had one very recently. So it is it is the holiday season, the literally Christmas Eve. I went to the store. I was like, you know what? I'm all by myself tomorrow. I'm gonna make my own. My favorite little thing to make for myself is very trash food. I get Velveeta, uh, a box of Velveeta mac and cheese, and I get I chop up some onions, some tomatoes, some spinach, and some peppers, and I put it in with the thing with and I chop up some chicken and make. Is this stuff. prison cooking? Is this <laughs> prison? It's, very, it's what he's making college. It was so cheap. Anyway, and it's so I'm in the thing, and then there's this one long line. And then this guy just cuts the line and goes to the register. And then the person in front of me, I was like two people ahead. He didn't say anything. And I was like, oh, hell no. So I was very New York. I'm like, excuse me, sir, the line is back here. What are you doing? And he was like, uh, oh, really? And he, he does that. You know what does that thing? He does that thing where people are like confused, but nigga, you know exactly what's yeah. going on. Oh, yeah. I'm confused. You know what the tea is. And then he goes to pay anywhere. Nobody, like the cashier, just takes it. And I was like, so you can't do that. He's like, man, set up butt stuff. He called me butt. I was like, I was like, butt stuff. I was like, what are you, 10 years old? He called me butt stuff. <laughs> the fuck? And then me and him have a little this argument. Episode, this is like an episode of Big Mouth. A shut up, butt stuff. Literally, oh. but I was flabbergasted that this fucking mother, ooh, butt stuff. Like, what a fucking child is this? But anyway, that was my little argument with a, with a straight man on BRZ on fucking Christmas Eve. Download the free stereo app and select Bob TDQ so you can connect with us whenever we are live. Go to www.stereo.com/slash Bob TDQ to get started.